the final day of the month. Examine yourselves, and only then eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For all who eat and drink without discerning the body, eat and drink judgment against themselves. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 28 through 29. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24. Today we engage in end-of-the-month self-evaluation. The passage from 1 Corinthians quoted above has often been misunderstood as a warning against receiving Holy Communion. Paul does this statement after criticizing the Corinthians' practice at the common meal. But his concern is that their malpractice reflected a failure to understand what it is to be a community of faith in which each one cares for and about all the others. Their selfishness while at table created a situation in which the poor, who arrived late after a hard day of work, found that all of the food at the evening meal had already been eaten by the affluent. Paul asserted that this betrayed the fact that the congregation at Corinth did not discern what it means to be the body of Christ. Therefore, profound self-examination was in order. Our communion practices are quite different, but the need for periodic self-evaluation is no less necessary in other areas of our lives. The final day of the month provides a convenient schedule for such examination, found in today's order below. This day can be an occasion for fasting or abstinence for those who have no illnesses that forbids such practices. Fasting may mean foregoing food and drink, except for water and perhaps juices, for part of a day or an entire day. Abstinence may mean being a vegetarian for a day, if ordinarily you are not. Such practices are ways of indicating to God our seriousness about self-discipline. In addition, fasting reveals how much time and attention we normally give to food. The time not used for these activities today can be devoted to prayer and to the kind of extended self-examination suggested below. Finally, fasting enables us to identify with those who are perpetually hungry. Many Christians contribute to the poor the money saved when not eating. Because Sunday perpetually commemorates the resurrection of the Lord, the church is taught that the Lord's Day can never be a fasting day. When Sunday is the closing a day of the month, Saturday or Monday may be used as a fast day instead. It has also been the custom to exclude fasting throughout the entire great 50 days, from Easter Day through the day of Pentecost. Those who cannot or prefer not to fast may find other ways to make this a distinctive day at the close of every month, such as by giving up watching television, or social media, or maybe taking on a task, such as an extra time of Bible reading or or edifying literature. Because no form of self-examination can be devised that fits everyone, you will undoubtedly wish to evaluate yourself in areas not listed below. Therefore, follow this order. Uh, You're encouraged to write um, and reflect and meditate. Um, You'll also find the words uh, to the examination on our Facebook page. Opening prayer. Give me honesty and integrity, O Lord, that I may carefully probe both my actions and my motivations with a view to reforming those that are in need of remedy. Help me to put aside self-deception and defensiveness, and to acknowledge that I am indeed a sinner, yet one who knows the power of grace and covets the joy of transformation. Search me and know my heart, and lead me in the way everlasting, through Christ who died for our sins and rose for our justification. Amen.
Psalm 150. Hallelujah! Praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise with a blast on the trumpet. Praise by strumming soft strings. Praise him with castanets and dance. Praise him with banjo and flute. Praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and mandolin. Let everything breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 10 to the third verse in the 62nd chapter. I'll rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul will exult to my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes the things sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. The nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory, and you will be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will designate. You will also be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. From the letter to the Galatians, chapter 4. Verses 4 through 7. But when the fullness of the time came, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verse 22 through 40. And when the days for their purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all people, a light of revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, for a sign to be opposed, and a sword will pierce even your own soul, to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed." And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. And then as a widow to the age of 84, she never left the temple, serving night and day with fastings and prayer. 
At that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God and continued to speak of him to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city of Nazareth. The child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. Self-examination. In the month now ended, to what extent have I identified God's work in my life in making me more compassionate toward the needs of individuals? in giving me resolve to do what I can to remedy the deep ills of society, particularly all forms of abuse and exploitation that demean God's daughters and sons, in giving me greater spiritual discernment while at prayer, particularly in the study of the scriptures. Have I prayed earnestly for peace and given thanks for all who seek to bring it about? How have I worked toward it in my own community? in my own family? To what extent have I worked to preserve and protect the physical world around me by conserving its resources and refraining from those practices which upset its delicate balances of life? To what extent have I, during this past month, participated in the ministries of the congregation to which I belong or of other religious groups within my community? How have I supported those in sorrow, pain, and confusion, and others who are distraught, those who have suffered from natural disasters. What support have I given to new members in the congregation, particularly to those who at their baptism I promised, together with the whole people of God in this place, to nurture and undergird with prayer? Am I more aware now than before of the extent of the church across the whole earth and of the many problems faced by fellow Christians? Have I been faithful in both the private and public worship of God? In the long range, looking beyond the month just ended, what growth do I see in my walk with God across the years? What threats to committed discipleship have I overcome? What threats still challenge me? What growth in grace do I wish to achieve in the future? Have I remembered to give thanks to God for all progress I see and to seek earnestly from God the power to follow more fully? Prayer for the Close of Self-Examination O God, mercifully forgive the wrong I have done and the good I have neglected to do. But let not your forgiveness be used by me as an excuse to continue in my old ways. Rather, let your kindness alter what I am and do. 
Restore in me the image of yourself with which you endowed me at creation. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Christ, have mercy upon me, a penitent. Lord, have mercy upon me and make me whole. Amen. A Prayer for the Season of Christmas by Adam of St. Victor, a former monk of the Abbey of St. Victor in Paris. What is this jewel that is so precious? I can see that it has been quarried, not by mortals, but by God. It is you, dear Jesus. You have dug from the rocks of heaven itself to be offered to me as a gift beyond price. You shine in the darkness. Every color of the rainbow can be seen within you. The whole earth is bathed in your light. Infant Jesus, by being born as one of us, you have taken upon yourself the pain of death. But such a jewel can never be destroyed. You are immortal, and by your defying your own death, you shall deliver me from death. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As you depart, receive this blessing and benediction from number six. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.